0: We got trouble in Buffalo. We got trouble in New York. We got trouble everywhere. And we're breaking it all down right now. Diggs, Saquon Barkley, Hopkins, JJ, the Fantasy Football Show, new show, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday, begins right now.
1: Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show, live!
2: Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You, From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk,
3: here is your breaking news.
0: So, we got a little trouble in paradise in Buffalo. Uh, Stefan Diggs was a no show. Uh, he was not in attendance for mandatory minicamp, and this is not brand new news. This was talked about early in uh, the day. Appreciate everybody being here. Yes, this is live. Punch that thumb up button on your way in the door. Blackbeard first in the building today. Appreciate seeing all of you. We'll get to the phone lines and questions in a minute. Uh, but Diggs was not in attendance in, during mandatory minicamp, and about an hour after that report broke from Shefty and ESPN and Rappaport... Uh, Bill's uh, it, uh, the agent of Diggs said he would be at the facility facility tomorrow, uh, but Bill's coach Sean McDermott said this. He said he's very concerned. Very concerned was his you know response when a reporter asked, "Hey, are you concerned?" He said very concerned about Diggs being absent from mandatory minicamp. But this is a bigger problem than I think it appears because Diggs has been unhappy for a while. And there's some reports. Josh Allen came out to the podium, answered questions from news reporters saying uh, internally we're working on some things not football related. Uh, ESPN's Tim Hasselback said, Josh Allen said it's not football and we don't think it's money, said Hasselback. It's a relationship issue. Clearly there's something going on. And we know it, it's stemming from probably the diva mentality of digs to want the football and. It doesn't appear to be between Josh Allen and Diggs necessarily, but Diggs is completely unhappy. Diggs is getting paid handsomely, so it probably is not money-related. That's what ESPN's thinking. That's what everybody's thinking. But there definitely is trouble in paradise. Diggs, so much so that Diggs, for potential relationship reasons, did not show up to mandatory minicamp. This is one of the first times I can think of in a long time where a player didn't show up to mandatory minicamp that was not contract related, meaning he's so upset and he potentially wants out, but they're not going to trade him. There's no way they trade him. There's no way they trade him. Josh Allen said, it's his boy. He wants him back. Allen makes him better. Uh, Josh Allen makes Diggs better. Diggs makes Allen better. That's what Josh Allen came. That's what came out of Josh Allen's mouth. And it's absolutely 100% correct. Do I think fantasy world should be concerned? I I don't think so. I think at the end of the day, this gets ironed out in time. It does make you wonder how toxic the the situation is in Buffalo to the point where I've got a quarterback video coming out and I didn't address this exact situation in the video, but some of my concerns about the volatility in Buffalo 100% coincide with what we're talking about here. My QB top six QB ranking is really top 10 essentially or top eight, top nine. Uh, QB ranking video premieres immediately after this show. We're going to go over to the the premiere after this show. We're going to leave this show live. Go watch the premiere. It's my top six quarterback ranking live premiere. And in that video, I talk about why Josh Allen is not number one or number two. He comes in as my QB three Of the three QBs going inside that round two territory, obviously Joe Burrow going in round four. Joe Burrow, I don't want to spoil it for you, but obviously he's my favorite quarterback in fantasy football 2023 because of cost of entry and because I absolutely love him. Get Joe Burrow. People are getting Burrowed left and right and people are going to remember it. Get Burrowed. Burrow is going to rank... Ahead of everybody when you talk about where you're getting players in the impact. Wait for the video right after this live show. But in that video, I talk about how the reason I can't have Josh Allen one or two. I have Mahomes and Hurts above him. I'm not going to tell you which one's ahead. Uh, wait for the premiere on that one. But part of the reason is the volatility in... Um, in Buffalo and I do mention Diggs briefly but I don't go into detail on this but there's so much volatility whether it's whether it's Josh Allen and ha- having that big season and then that that kind of mistake prone season having his ability to get his his ability to get injured because of his uh neglect for his own body is another concern there's a lot of reasons why Josh Allen falls to number 3 he still could outscore every single quarterback in fantasy football during any given season I absolutely love Josh Allen. Anytime, any place, this guy could be the number one quarterback in the NFL. Any week, any season, but he comes with volatility. The Buffalo Bills are volatile. The fact that they're not even going after Hopkins tells you a little something about the way that they like to run their ship. The fact that they never want to get an elite running back in there, it shows you something about the Buffalo Bills and their, their, I don't know, inability to commit to a a well-rounded squad. I don't know what it is, why the Bills are, are uh, adverse. They're allergic to bringing in an elite running back. Bring in Dalvin Cook. Maybe they try when Dalvin Cook is actually available. Maybe they try. Why don't they trade for Derrick Henry? I don't know. There was rumors about it. Why don't they trade for Austin Eckler? I don't know. There was there were rumors about it. It's crazy to me. What I do know is I'm not super upset about the volatility Because at the end of the day, being down, being in a volatile environment is going to maybe make this offense throw, throw, throw. The volatility doesn't concern me from a fantasy football production too much. But it does make me feel like if all things are equal, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. I might go with a wide receiver over Diggs who's complaining, a diva. Do I like Kincaid in this situation? I actually do. I'm not turned off by Kincaid being in a volatile environment. I just feel like there's going to be a lot of passing. There's going to be a lot of disappointment at times. Buffalo will play well. They'll do well. They could be any team on any given Sunday. They could be the, they could be the, 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 the conference champion without much effort. They really could but they could also fall flat. It wouldn't surprise me. And there are a lot of people that doubt Josh Allen a little more than normal coming out of 2022, which shocks me a little bit, but I understand it at the same time. Bottom line is, I, I don't think you have to worry too much about the Josh Allen dig stack if let's say you own it in Dynasty or you've already drafted in best ball a ton. But there's concern. There's concern. We hope this gets ironed out. The longer Diggs is out and not in not in the facility doing everything with the team, a more likely chance he has uh, to catching injury. Injury is always going to creep into the picture when a player is sitting out or in some sort of holdout fashion or state. You're going to be more susceptible to injury. Why? It doesn't matter if you're working out. Like people sending me Saquon Barkley clips of him lifting. Smitty, he'll be fine. He's lifting. He's staying in shape. It's different. It's different to be out there on the football field cutting Uh, uh, you know you get behind you get behind in everything every facet of the game if you're not out there when everybody else is out there making mistakes and getting the jitters out getting that rhythm together if Diggs is in an unhappy state now he is going to return to the facility tomorrow but they're not necessarily saying he's hitting the practice field I don't know what his his intention is going to be I don't know what his agent means when Diggs' agent says he'll be at the facility tomorrow to discuss. They've had conversations. This is not like there's no communication between Diggs and uh, and the brass or Diggs and the coaching staff, but it doesn't sound like he's showing up to play football tomorrow. It sounds like he will show up at the facility, probably not to get fined and have conversations. But Diggs, Diggs needs to be there. Diggs needs to man up, stop complaining and being a diva and figure it out. Okay, figure it out. You're a big boy playing a big boy game and there are relationships involved and his feelings get in the way. He cries and complains on the sideline. It's not a very good look, to be honest with you. It's not a very good look at all. Uh, This is the digs news. There's not much to this yet. He's showing up tomorrow at the facility. That will be a step in the right direction. I will have more news on that tomorrow or maybe even tonight. Saquon Barkley is another topic we yesterday Saquon Barkley we had this news where Barkley said that uh, uh, he said I'm not looking to set a contract any contract records I'm not demanding to be the highest paid player at my position I'm understand I understand the market my goal is to just be compensated respectfully based on my contribute. Uh, my uh my contributions to the team in on the field and in the locker room. I've been in talks with the Giants throughout the offseason. If, if at some point there's a deal that is fair to both sides on the table, I will be ready to sign. This came out yesterday. Um, and then this news right here from, from Ian Rappaport uh, talking about this. Both sides do seem to want the same thing, said Rappaport. And it's not July yet, said Saquon Barkley said Rappaport, quoting Saquon Barkley. There are several times where Barkley has said, this is, it's not July yet. It's not July yet. It's not July yet. And Barkley's in a different situation because his technical, technically his holdout is not a holdout. He's not under contract. So Saquon, in all intents and purposes, is not accruing fines. He's not in holdout mode. He is not under contract yet. He has not signed his franchise tag. So he's not going to accrue the fines. He's not technically holding out. He's holding out from signing his deal. He wants a long-term contract. Both sides have been in communication. I believe this thing gets worked out. I believe the Giants can't afford to have him sit out and sit this thing out until July 17, which is the amount of time that Saquon can actually push this thing out to. July 17, his franchise tag becomes his contract, whether he puts ink to paper or not. He doesn't have to sign his franchise tag, uh, despite what some people think. On July 17, it becomes his contract, whether he likes it or not. If he starts to hold out then, fines will be accrued. Saquon Barkley and the Giants can no longer negotiate a contract. The moment July 17 hits, he will be locked into that contract. $10 million franchise tag dollar amount for the entire season on a one year deal. There's no going back. Hey, let's get a deal done. It has to happen before July 17, which is why he's pushing down the gas pedal right now and applying pressure to the Giants to get this done. And I believe they do get it done because his expectation level sounds reasonable. The pressure he's put on the Giants, media wise, fan base wise, is going to be awfully heavy, given his expectation is being reasonable. And so the Giants and Barkley have been closer before than I think people give them credit. So I don't think they're that far apart at the end of the day, despite some of the reports making it sound like they're miles apart. I don't think they are miles apart. But the longer, like Diggs, the longer it takes to get him into the facility playing football on the field with everybody else jiving and meshing together the higher likelihood even if it's smaller because he comes back in july and it's really only a month that he's sitting out and not doing anything with the team doesn't matter if he's working out on his own but the longer it takes if it takes him till july 17 he has a higher chance of an injury than if he comes back five days from now every single day call it a certain amount of percentage of injury risk gets added to his situation the longer he stays out. July 17 may not seem like a long time to some of you. Oh, he'll be back in time. It's fine. He'll be fine. I can't tell you the DMs of worried Williams that saw my last video and since maybe he'll be fine. Let me show you a picture of him working out. Do you think I don't pay attention to all of this? This is my job. This is my job 24-7, not Not eight hours a day. I live around the clock on call. I'm looking at it all. I know Saquon Barkley's working out. Working out's not the same as being on the field. Cutting with your teammates. Getting into the groove. Debo Samuel worked out all offseason last year. He was completely out uh, out of sync and completely off the entire season. And he busted. And he blamed it on the 49ers. He blamed it on Shanahan, which is why he was carefully... Using words like, Shannon, Shanahan and I put it behind us. I started out late. I didn't get in my rhythm. This is not good. Nobody wants Barkley sitting out till July 17th. Get it done. This is ridiculous that the Giants aren't paying the man. He deserves to get paid. He's not asking for the world. He's probably not even asking for top four or five running back money. He's probably asking for six to ten. And the Giants are paying him a little bit less than what he's asking per year for probably three years, where he would easily take a team friendly deal with a lot of the money up front, which will save the Giants and make it team friendly. Make the third year optional. Maybe it's a three to four year deal with the third and fourth year team friendly side of that situation just get it done this guy deserves it you should have given him the contract and franchise tag Danny Dimes but the Giants went ahead and gave Danny Dimes the contract because he ran to the table quicker and that's understandable Barkley knew this Whoever signed first, the other one was getting franchise tagged and it sucks for Barkley. But pay the man, give the man what he deserves, get him in there. Let this Giants unit get cohesive and and mesh well together because the Giants could surprise some people and we'll see what happens on this front right here. And then we've got this right here, JJ, okay? JJ president camp. That's good. That's good. He's showing up. He's not being a diva, but JJ, JJ wants more money. J.J. wants more money, J.J. shows up to camp. That's as simple as it gets. And Hopkins, more Hopkins news. Hopkins to visit with the Patriots, no deal struck in Tennessee. This was a little dramatic when Hopkins tried to play with the media, including us, and it's fine. I'm going live on this every time. I had two or three people DM me after this, and then four or five people after saying, Ha ha, Smitty, you fell for DeAndre Hopkins' social media trolling. I didn't fall for anything. I didn't fall for anything. Not on my watch. We got you. Why do we get you? Because you are complaining about me going live whenever there's any scent of something going on. What do you want me to do? We got you. You're watching this. Sh- got him. I will go live every single time. Every single time. Every single time I will go live whenever there's a scent or whiff of something that I think has enough momentum and has enough questions around, enough DMs saying, Smitty, are you going to go live on this? Smitty, are you going to go live on this? Hopkins posted this. Smitty, Hopkins posted this. Let me get that Hopkins piece back up hopkins posted this on his instagram it says welcome to nashville probably the limousine company probably tennessee trying to welcome him lure him in who knows it might not even be related probably isn't related to the tennessee titans but when the man in question himself posts on his ig welcome to nashville with a photo of him doctored up in a titans uniform we are going live If not to just shoot it down, we are going live. I'll do it again. It wasn't a mistake. It was glorious. We got to kick around amazing conversations and potential landing spots. And I will do it every single time. No, it's not clickbait. I put question marks in my title. I said, is DeAndre Hopkins trolling to Tennessee? And some of you negative Noahs out there, worry Caleb's, conservative Caleb's out there, Just can't stand that somebody's out there going live whenever there's a hint of anything going on. And maybe you're a hater of Tennessee. Maybe you're a hater of Arizona. I don't know what the driving forces are behind the negativity. But we'll go live every single time. I don't apologize to anybody about what we do here on the channel, because we're doing fantasy football's work out here. DeAndre Hopkins left Tennessee without striking a deal, but talks went well, which bode to maybe this is him, like we said on the live stream, if you Happened to or paid attention to what I said that there was an 80% chance this was a trolling maneuver by Hopkins to most likely, as we said on the show over and over and over, get people that are potentially interested more interested, trying to kick the tires on other deals, get things in motion. Maybe he wants to go to Cleveland more than anything. Maybe Cleveland is dragging their feet and he's trying to say, hey, media. Take this run with it, maybe get Cleveland moving here, get their feet moving. It's all a game. It is all a game, but we're still here to digest it as we did live when we said 80% trolling, most likely an attempt to get things, get the ball rolling in Cleveland. He left Tennessee. Talks went good. It's certainly an option for him. He might end up landing there. This could have more more sense than we know. We have no idea what this even means. We still don't know. He hasn't clarified he was trolling. Maybe there's some real legitimacy to this post. We still don't know. That's why we went live to talk about it. That's why we went live to talk about it. Uh, Hopkins, um, if I had to guess, I would say he's going to New England next. He's going to New England next. If I had to guess right now, I would say New England is number one on the likely landing spots. We had this yesterday. I left it up. This is my percentage uh, prediction map, and I don't think anything's changed here. 40% New England, uh, Cleveland, the bigger piece of the pie, Tennessee, and then other. Tennessee and other, this is encompassing all other options. These seem about equal to me. This seems like the second likeliest landing spot. This feels like a 40% inching closer to 50% likelihood landing spot. Bill Belichick loves this guy. Bill Belichick loves, 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 loves. Where's my, I keep going back, back to this. Bill Belichick loves DeAndre Hopkins. There's a real strong chance this gets done. A real strong chance this gets done. Um, anyway, looks like uh, some of you are getting your Moonman cards delivered today. Rockout is showing his off right now on an Instagram story. Let's check it out right now. Let's check it out right now. Rockout dropping his Moonman card for all to see. Look at this rock out i'm sorry marsman card marsman card moon cards have not been sent out yet because i'm still awaiting a few addresses and different things give me time on the moon cards the marsman cards have all been sent out um if you've got yours you can let me know that you've got it you can post a, a story post and tag me and i'll reshare that if you tag me appreciate you all hopkins jj barkley digs we've covered it all the breaking news for today we've got a live premiere at the end of the show after we do all the phone calls super chats and answer every question you got we're going straight into the live stream uh the live premiere top six quarterback rankings for 2023 which incorporate a lot of the digs conversation uh, that we've been talking about, where this this you know there's problems here, there's problems in Buffalo. I don't know that it spills over into affect fantasy football production, but it certainly can. It's concerning that Diggs is having this diva moment, and it's been. Kind of going on since the 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 postseason last year. It's 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 the same thing. It's nothing's changed. Diggs has been unhappy for months and months and months. He's been wanting tra- he's been wanting to be traded out of Buffalo, and we've seen this before with diva wide receivers that climb to heights that. I don't know, I'm not saying Diggs wasn't a prospect that people liked, but Diggs did kind of, like Antonio Brown, rise up in a, in a, almost an unpredictable way for a lot of people. Diggs was not really supposed to be this elite wide receiver to a lot of people anyway. And he climbed up and became this kind of like, I proved myself, I became who I am. Adams, the same thing. Devonte Adams was a good wide receiver, but nobody really knew how good he was going to become. There's some sort of arrested development of a wide receiver where Adams, Antonio Brown, Stefan Diggs, they kind of, they kind of get stepped on, big chip on their shoulder. They rise up above and become an elite wide receiver. What does that do? It makes them ungrateful, and it makes them think they can stand on their own without their elite quarterback that helped get them where they were going. Adams felt like Aaron Rodgers was almost a thorn in his side because people would say you only became this because of Aaron Rodgers. And let me give you some, some news, a news flash, Adams. You are an amazing wide receiver, and no one can take away how good you are right now. You can go anywhere except for the Raiders and be an elite player, and we know that that's there and that's not getting taken away. But if you think you would have become the exact player, the exact talent level you became without Aaron Rodgers' help, you're out of your mind. If Antonio Brown thinks he would have climbed to the, the, the levels he got to without Big Ben, spoon feeding him and turning him into the player he became, became, he's out of his mind. And if Diggs thinks he would have vaulted to these levels that he's at without Josh Allen, he's out of his mind. These quarterbacks had more of a reason to make these guys into the players they were. I'm not saying Diggs didn't become semi- on the map, looked like he could be a number one wide receiver when he was in Minnesota heading over to Buffalo, but no one really knew how high he could climb, and and Josh Allen made him. And, and as much as people want to fight on this, Aaron Rodgers is very responsible for what Devontae Adams turned out to be. It seems like these wide receivers that go from not rags, but semi-rags or middle ground territory to riches— have this, they're not appreciative of their quarterbacks and they want to branch out and get away. Once they do, guess what happens? Antonio Brown gets away from Big Ben, regrets it. Devontae Adams, despite having uh, statistical success with Derek Carr, went away from Aaron Rodgers He regrets it. Diggs wants out away from Josh Allen, even if he's more against the the franchise and the brass more so than Allen, although he's been yelling at Allen. He was screaming and yelling at Allen on the sidelines. He's clearly mad at everybody. He will regret leaving. Mark my words. If for some reason this guy weasels his way out of Buffalo by complaining and being a problem child, which I don't think will happen at the end of the day, he will regret it. He will not be the same wide receiver if he gets out of Buffalo and goes somewhere that's not at least equal or better. And there are very few spots that would be even close to equal to Buffalo. To this situation, for Stephon Diggs, it would be a grave mistake for this man to want out of Buffalo. It's ridiculous. It doesn't show appreciation for what you have and how you got there.
1: Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show.
0: Dial in, guys. This video, this QB video, is is dropping in t minus uh, two hours. In two hours, we are going live on YouTube live premiere. My top six quarterback video. Uh, Diggs to KC. Probably not. Diggs is tired of carrying Josh Allen. Nice try. Nice try, Josh Allen hater prime. Nice try. But that is absolutely. Where's my wrong button?
4: Wrong. (laughs) Muy
0: mal. Mayfield to Diggs for six. Yeah, Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Diggs is too sensitive and can't keep. Yeah, he is a diva. He's a diva. But I think I pinned it and in, 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 in identified it very, very accurately. The diva wide receivers that want out, they want out. They want to prove that they weren't made by their quarterbacks. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that Diggs is so insecure about himself. That he feels he has to leave Josh Allen to prove to people what. No one cares. No one's watching to see if Diggs is the same guy without Josh Allen. No one cares. For some reason, he does. And he wants out. And he shouldn't want out. There's no better situation than Buffalo for him. And I, I don't think he's getting out. Buffalo's not stupid to get rid of him. Not to mention, his contract is going to make it awfully hard to... Uh, let me look at his contract. Hold on one second there, uh Thomas. Hang tight for me. Um, hang tight for me, Rock Out. One second. Let me let me pull up the contract for Stefan Diggs. His dead cap money in twenty twenty three is twenty four million. There's no way. There's no way the Buffalo Bills are getting rid of Stefan Diggs. It's Pipe Dream City. It's pipe dream season. If anybody thinks Diggs is getting traded or if Diggs thinks he can get himself out of this situation, this is not something that is going to be even remotely close to happening. 2023 dead cap is, oh, his dead caps. 45 million, not 24, 45 million, 45 million. That's not happening. That's not happening. That's as bad as Kirk Cousins is dead cap. When people keep talking about Cousins being moved on from in 2023, um, we got uh, uh, Mars Mars Man rock out. Mars Man rock out. What can I do for you? What's up? What's up, pal? Um, I
3: thought I lost my privilege of the Mars Man yesterday.
0: No, you got it, bro. Um, phone lines sometimes get tied up Like I said if, if there's too many people on the line You just gotta You gotta try back So I can see it If I've got four or five people Dialing in at once I don't see the number So just keep trying What well, can I help you with Marsman Rockout
3: uh, can, I, can I review One uh, of my teams I did
0: Sure Hit me with it
3: uh, Deshaun Watson uh, Kenny Pickett Cam Howe QB Okay And then B. John Robinson, Saquon Barkley, Jameer Gibbs, uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, Rajon Johnson, and then Karen McLaurin, DJ Moore, uh, Tony, uh, Jamison Williams, Reed, Downs, and Shakir. Okay. And then tight end, Move Laporta, and... Got it. McBride from Nice Virginia. job.
0: Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, you know, you know me and Watson. I don't mind him, but I also don't love him. Uh, Bijan Barkley, uh, Barkley, there's some concern, but I highly doubt it doesn't get worked out. Uh, so Bijan Barkley Gibbs, Khalil McLaurin, DJ Moore, Tony. I guess I'd say I would say I feel like maybe, maybe the weakness is wide receiver, but. You know, could you draft a better team than this? I think so. I think if I had to grade all of your teams that you've sent me on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd put this as a 6. I don't think it's your best team at all. But I think it's good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, if, if a lot of these guys pop off like anything, then, you know, things change. But I think I've seen you build much better teams. Don't force the Gibbs and Bijan thing to the point where it leaves you in a, in a position where your number one wide receiver is McLaurin or DJ Moore. I like DJ Moore and and you went really crafty wide receiver 1 2 and 3 given the situation you did but you know i don't know i feel i feel like it's missing something i feel like someone took your fourth rounder away like the way that the team looks um yeah
3: might have with uh,
0: Gibbs yeah you gotta be careful just take Gibbs where you get them and enjoy that and then enjoy different looks that don't involve Gibbs because what if Gibbs goes down with an injury and you've got you know 95 teams out of 100 of Gibbs and then you're you know you're like damn it uh it's nice to double down when it all fits right but f- reaching to get the same team versus naturally putting all your eggs in one basket are two different things Thomas you're live anything relating to digs if you can stay on topic briefly initially, and then if you got any other questions, but Diggs, Barkley, J.J. Hopkins, Dalvin Cook, uh, topics at hand. Um. Well, to be honest, um, it's not any topic
5: at hand. Um, although I did see um. Damn J. it, Dr. Thomas!
0: I'm
5: um, uh, Smitty. Damn it! I'm sorry. I have a dynasty question. I'll just call back okay. later. No, boss. I'm. I'm, ki- I'm kidding,
0: Thomas. What? What can I help? Uh, don't, so, be like, um, don't be like, Diggs. don't be like Digs. Don't be like Digs. Don't be overly sensitive, Thomas.
5: Okay. No, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah,
1: yeah.
5: All right. Uh, so I don't know. I, re- I remember talking to you like a couple days ago, whatever, about my dynasty picking from the one point twelve. Um...
0: Yeah, I remember it now. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the guy. This is the guy <laughs> that we told to draft in in very risky fashion. No quarterbacks in rounds one, two, three, mm-hmm. four in a dynasty super flex. Because nobody was there at 12 and 13. So he said, go ahead. And he went Bijan and Garrett Wilson. And he threw caution to the wind. But then when he came back to the 3-4 turn, I still said, I kind of like it, bro. If it was me, I'd roll the dice again. Because I don't like any of the quarterbacks he's listing off. He went Kenneth Walker and Christian Watson, if my memory serves me correct. So the man starts off a dynasty super flex. With Christian Watson, Kenneth Walker, uh Bijan Robinson, and Garrett Wilson. Okay. Now let's hear what the man did. Did he crap the bed? Did he hammer home the quarterbacks in round five and six? What did you do, pal?
5: All right, let's go. So uh, through all those rounds, only one quarterback went. It was Aaron Rodgers. He went four spots ahead so of that me. That does
0: suck he went, but okay. Okay. Yeah. I saw.
5: So I bet Ron's not going to be happy, but I passed on Kenny Pickett. That's fine. Uh, but I went
0: Jared Dahl <laughs> and Jordan Love. So you got Goff and Love. Get Hen and Hooker later. Okay. So Goff and Love. Man, if you would have got Aaron Rodgers, that would have... To me, I know, I know that he, we don't know if he has more than one year, but that would have just been the 2023 nailing the coffin to all these guys with a whole lot of still amazing dynasty value. I love Love in the dynasty sense like this and golf is going to have a, a, an amazing year and i think i don't give him enough respect i should take a, lap. take a lap it's really hard to give him respect though because there's so many other good quarterbacks but go get hen my and hooker is... get hen and hooker i'm not saying take him at a respectable ter- territory what that
5: was gonna be my next uh, question so uh so i did a few things um Man, these people in these leagues—they must be fresh out of high school because they got all the time in the world. Man, I work fifty hours a week; I don't got time to keep up with all these uh, trades and stuff. But so I did do a trade. Was, uh, so after Love on my seven point or on my seven point twelve, I went Zach Charbonnet.
0: Okay, I, I don't and mind. I, it. I don't mind that. You need that, and it's Dynasty, bro. His value is hard to predict. So you got Sharbs, I'll put that on here. Very, very good addition. You got Walker and Sharbs, You got Bijan. You've got Garrett Wilson, Watson. Look, people are not going to love Goff and Jordan Love. It's going to feel like very bland. I saw someone throw a throw up emoji out there, Jeremy W. at the quarterback. But you can't, you got to understand what you're doing here. You can't have this team and still have elite looking dynasty superflex second round quarterbacks you just aren't this is the whole point of what he's doing he's going to try and cultivate the quarterback position in a crafty way maybe he brick he picks up Stetson Bennett and he you know he ends up tra- being something special Hen and Hooker if with I made Goff a trade. Is- what I, made a tra-
5: I also made a trade I was gonna see if- what do you think of a trade I made all right go ahead so Someone, uh, they sent me one, but I, but I counter-offered it, and I think I got something better. So someone offered me, or, uh, someone wanted my, um, I wanted my 8.1, so that would have been my pick after Charbonnet. Okay. And I would have got the 11.2, a so 14.11, and a 2025 third-rounder. So I countered that with the round picks this year, but I countered for a 2024 second rounder and he accepted.
0: I, I don't I don't know. I don't know that I would have done that. I don't, what are you getting an 11th rounder and a second round rookie pick? I mean, what's that doing? Well, mean? I'm getting
5: an extra 11th rounder and an next 14th rounder this year. So I got two rounds or I got two picks in the 11th and two in the
0: 14th. Yeah, but who's going in the 14th round? You know what I mean? Like I don't know that I would I would I would have kept hammering home. Maybe you get another quarterback. Maybe you get Sam Howell. Maybe you get, uh, you know what I mean? Like you you're you're in a spot where I don't think I'm giving away those picks. But I mean, you did it. It's fine. It's not like it's the end of the world. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. real quick.
5: This is this is my next question, real quick. So go, I'm, go, I'm go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey,
0: go ahead, Thomas. Have the floor. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> I
5: apologize. man. I'm, I'm just on break and I'm just trying to get your advice okay. real quick. Speed I, round.
0: I, I got you. So um,
5: so I'm up in six uh picks and I got um and I'm looking at going head and Hooker for sure. I think I should. He's he's a sixth quarterback down on the chart.
0: Okay. And then
5: it's a tight end premium. So I need I, need, I know I yeah. need to get a tight end soon. You do. Um I see Sam Laporte is in two smash. tight ends down. Should I go for
0: him? Smash. Smash. Laporte okay. is a smash. Who else is there though? You know, Kincaid there and you're not telling me about is uh oh no he's long gone no he's gone is Dotson there and I don't know about it like Uh, no no Dotson's gone okay um
5: so we got some tight ends. We got Laporta, Ingram, we got Schultz, we got Commit, we got Oconquo, we got Shoemaker, Musgrove.
0: Ingram's really good. Ingram's really good. Um, but I, I love Laporta. I love the future value. I like, you know, th- this is not a best ball, so you don't need to stack Goff and Laporta. It gets you no extra value in a, in a regular redraft. It's not best ball. But I do like it. I mean, you did good, bro. You did good. You get to go back to work, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> It's a, it's a unique situation. I don't advise everybody do this in every single league, but you took a gamble. You didn't get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers would have looked so beautiful on this line right here. But Goff is still very undervalued and very underrated, and I think the Lions, Lions are going to have a monster year, and so this is going to prove to be very, very good for you. I would get Laporta for sure. I would try and get Hendon Hooker. Don't miss out on other value guys, guys that are still on the board, though.
3: You know Let's
5: what see, I mean? Um, see if I can get and Hooker, because I already got golf. And then if I can get Laporta, and then all those extra picks I have in the 11th and the 14th, I'll just have to hammer out wide get receivers. Get Sam Howell. Get yeah. Sam
0: Howell, if he's still there. Uh, Sam I, Howell's gone. Okay. That sucks. Yeah, so All right, bro. Well, good job. So nice I
5: work. I feel like... Oh, my- I just feel like I did a great start, you know, and I just yep. feel like I'm going to shit the bed because I'm getting behind in all these trays and I ain't got time for all that, but I just yeah, don't want to waste do- it, but it yeah, is what but it be is. Ca-
0: be careful not to, to give away too many picks for some second and third round BS that people just pile a bunch of garbage on top and say, hey, take five pieces of garbage for your one good pick. Like, second and third rounders shouldn't intrigue you at all in the future. First rounders, sure, but like, what if you're getting the 18th, 20th overall pick? Like, Who cares? Focus right. on the picks now. If anything, I'm trading up. I'm trading up to try and scoop up the Dotson before Dotson goes, the the uh, Kincaid before he goes, in this tight end premium. But tight end premium, you got to go get Laporta, bro. You have to get Laporta. If you don't get Laporta, get Ingram and do it live. Yo, Smitty, one more quick uh, thing. Can I just yeah. read off a couple wide
5: receivers that are available? Sure. Alright, so we got Hopkins, we got Mike Williams, we got Evans, we got Bateman, we got Rasheed Weiss, Hopkins, uh, we got is Mingo, oh nice. uh, we got Lockett, um, I got Hyatt's down there a little
0: bit. Uh don't sleep on Tank Dell later, but be sure to use ADP to your advantage because most grandmas have no idea who Tank Dell is. They just don't. So don't don't grab him too early, but don't wait too late. Make sure he's not like the seventh running back or higher listed make sure you get really crafty when he starts climbing up but go get tank dell i love hopkins here but you got to go laporta bro you got to go laporta or ingram in a tight end premium league um that's just At good something value. random real quick i
5: uh, something random i don't know if you remember i remember you telling me and you said that the commissioner probably forgot to set the adp or something I remember yes. i was reading off some players yes so, i
0: mean he did he's crap to so. bed so all
5: right i guess
0: that's about it all right appreciate you uh i right, appreciate it thomas see you later pal well
5: i right, appreciate it. i'll be listening to the show when i get back in so I appreciate all
0: right, it. all right later all
5: right uh, later. rock
0: rock out what else you got do you have anything related to this topic here this uh the digs the the J, jj anything on screen nick says he's gonna buy the merch if anybody else wants to buy this amazing merch we've got the Bijan running back one merch we've got the logos the backpacks uh this shirt's really cool. Bijan running back one on the back. It has the moon men on the back. It's it's definitely one of my favorite shirts that I have. Uh, also don't forget the grindhouse shirts as well. Grindhouse G- you are entering. Panic Chamber is tonight, tonight's Panic Chamber. Uh Grindhouse, dot Check it out. Learn about it. Grindhouse.com. They're also one of our big sponsors here on the Fantasy Football Show. Uh, but if you're going to get my merch, pal, I appreciate you. All you got to do to get my merch is on mobile or desktop right next to this join button and the membership button right below it. You'll see store and and that's on mobile and on desktop next to memberships. You will see the store button. All you got to do on my YouTube channel is click store if you want any of that merch. Uh, w- rock out. What can I do for you, pal? Anything related to this right now? Let's let's stay on topic if we can. And then if you got any follow ups okay. on anything.
3: Diggs. Diggs. i think he i think since he left uh minnesota he been like way better than he was and if he goes somewhere else it's just not gonna be the same with uh digs he, he they aren't appreciative and,
0: these wide receivers are not appreciative of their quarterbacks and their situation they're so <laughs> cocky and arrogant about how how they became who they became adams is the same way uh, Tyreek Hill yep. has done well without Patrick Mahomes, but it was the same. It's the same way these wide receivers and every one of them wasn't like the elite, like guy coming out of his class. Everybody expected him to be the, the, the best receiver in football. Every one of these diva guys, almost every one of them is, it comes from a, a sort of almost like rags to riches rise. And then they just feel like they're, they've got such a chip on their shoulder it doesn't. They never knock it off the the shoulder, and Diggs Diggs is gonna have a rude awakening if he goes to a mediocre situation oh where he thinks he's gonna take this team, his new team, to a Super Bowl when he's got the most ideal situation he could possibly have. And it's crazy that that these guys have these diva mentalities. And it's always a wide receiver. <laughs> it's always a wide receiver.
2: It's just go. An- the where is nature
0: yeah where's he gonna go, yeah, he gonna go? Casey's not trading for him they, if they wanted a wide receiver they'd go after Hopkins who's dirt cheap right now Casey's not going I saw that comment a couple times Casey Casey's not going after him
3: nope.
0: Philly's nope. not going after him since he's not going We're after good. him where's he gonna We're go where's he gonna go Dallas he's not gonna be great in Dallas like he'd be in Buffalo it's crowded over there and it's Dak Prescott mediocre
3: situation
0: there's no way. Adam, you're live.
4: Hey, what's up, Smitty? Uh, I was just gonna say if uh, if he finds a way to get out of Buffalo one is insane. But if he does, I would put my money on that Shakir would be the dude that people would be like cramming to get because I've always think I've always said I think Shakir is really good. Since he came into the league last year, I, I, did, I feel like they didn't play him enough. I think when people, if they start giving him the actual playing time, I think people will realize he's really
1: good.
0: Yeah, but, bro, he's not a number one wide receiver, and there's no way they don't. They're, they're not doing If they <laughs> traded Diggs, they would sign DeAndre Hopkins immediately. So, Shakir would still be in the same boat. But I agree he's pretty good. And he's intriguing even now. Like he's intriguing even now to get, but like intriguing. I, I wouldn't say he's gonna be anything amazing or a wide receiver one or anything like that. They they they're not getting rid of Diggs though. Let me make that abundantly clear for everybody watching, cause Diggs has a forty five million dollar dead cap. They're not getting rid of Diggs. That makes him almost impossible to get rid of. This forty five million dollar dead cap is insane. And there's, there's very few players that have that. His contract will not, it's not structured. That when you, when you create a contract like this, your anticipation when you're giving somebody the amount of money that Diggs got is that, okay, we love him so much, we know we're not getting rid of him for a handful of years. So let's make it very uncomfortable on that side of the equation if we ever were to, to make it a little easier to get out of this situation three, four years from now. And so there's, there's there's Diggs is not getting traded. There's just not a scenario where that even remotely makes sense. Um, Nick, the hats are coming soon. I took down the hats that we had because I wanted to have a certain quality to them, and I'm getting Grindhouse to make my hats. They're going to be phenomenal. So the hats are coming, Nick. Um, yeah, Adam. But good, 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 good player to toss out. Shakir's decent. Kincaid's going to have you know, a massive season regardless, but I think Shakir will do well, but I don't know that there's any, I mean, we can kick around the idea of if Diggs left, what would happen, but the bottom line is he's not going anywhere, so it's almost like wasted breath, but yeah, Josh Allen, you know, knows that he's going to be back and everyone knows he's going to be back. He's going to show up to the facility tomorrow. I think this all gets ironed out pretty quickly. I don't think it all gets like, I think it gets brushed under the rug, I don't think that whatever's going on is not going to be solved in one day. He clearly has a beef with the organization, with the coaching staff, probably a little bit with Josh Allen, even though Josh Allen doesn't insinuate that it has anything to do with him but he was screaming and yelling at Josh Allen on the sidelines. He's been screaming and yelling at everybody. He's a diva. Um, players are asked who is the least likely person they'd ever want to date their sister. This man, I'm not joking. This is a question that was asked in the locker room. I saw it. And, and every single player said, Diggs, Diggs. Oh, hell no. Diggs. I would never want Diggs to date my sister. And and, and that, people might laugh at that and say, what does that have to do with anything? But he, he's, he's just a tough personality. He's a tough personality to deal with and maybe he's an amazing player on the field and maybe he's kind of a fun player, uh, a teammate to have in some ways. You know, that one friend that's a little crazy, you still want to hang out with him but you would never want him to date your sister. That says something about your character a little bit when everybody in the entire locker room's like, digs, oh hell no, I don't want, that guy's a dog, I don't want him to date my sister. It kind of tells you a little bit about the man's character and he's a difficult person. He's a difficult person, and he's egotistical. He thinks he's better than everybody else, and he thinks he got there on his own, and he thinks he made Josh Allen more than Josh Allen made him. I guarantee you that in his heart, he believes he made Josh Allen, and he's going to have a rude awakening if this guy goes somewhere. Rude awakening. But he's not going anywhere. Um cat? Salty, you're live.
2: Damn, uh, I don't think I got anything. Honestly, I was just on my way home from work. Figured I'd call in, and I honestly get better audio out of the phone call when I'm on my way home.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think about D- wh-
2: hanging out, listening?
0: What do you think about Diggs' situation? Let's assume he's not going anywhere, because again, the odds are extremely, extremely unlikely given the dead cap hit and the contract and everything. There's just no way. So, yeah. what are the what does yeah. this do for you in terms of Diggs's ranking? Are you like I don't care, you know, tough personality to um, deal with? I'm, he's still going to get his his targets. Like I don't, un- I could understand I, that.
2: I'm not a big fan, honestly. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I was never huge on the Diggs train. Even though he's now he's a great player, man. You, no one can knock him for that. But I just, I don't know. He's not one of those guys that really caught my eye. Like always being that that guy I don't know and I just think that the drama around him might start to catch up with him a little bit I I think that it may affect his playing and especially if this goes on any farther than the next you know if it goes a week that animosity is gonna it's gonna add up it'll still be in the back of his mind even when it's air quotes resolved in my opinion yeah I'm I'm honestly I'm not touching him I I like other guys at the same ADP so I'm taking Garrett Wilson
0: yeah I think I think, it, I think it definitely, like, when push comes to shove and you're, you're talking about Garrett Wilson or um, one of those types of wide receivers that are right there, there's not yeah. a lot of wiggle room to where you knock digs down four spots. It's more like, okay, right around where his ADP is, are you more comfortable with Garrett Wilson? Yes, I am. Right around yeah, his AEP. Are you exactly. a borderline Bijan Robinson truther? You're not quite as high on Bijan like we are, but now you're like, I'll take Bijan over Diggs now at number seven if he fell to me. Like that's where no I think way. people
2: I was, I was taking Bijan over over, right. di- over I'm, Diggs. I'm, no, always. I'm, I'm just right
0: I'm now. saying for people that aren't like us. Like those are the kind of decisions that no, 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 no. I think you should you should be toying with, right? No one should be like, Oh, I'm taking this guy out of my, you know, top 12, 13, 14 overall. But the bigger thing that I guess I'm going toward is that the the animosity, the the complex relationships and situation are kind of going to linger into the overall production of the offense and the success of the offense, which could trigger more third and fourth quarter passing. So it could be one of those things where at the end of the day, it doesn't actually do anything negative. It does something positive, but it also could make this team just not jive as well. Maybe Josh Allen doesn't have, the best year he could have. And at the end of the day, he's not completing as many passes. There's more three and outs. Um, There's more likelihood for injury because they're trying to work their way back into a game and throwing a pass they normally wouldn't throw. Then there's interceptions. Like there's definitely uh, a part of this that makes me say, hey, you know what? I think maybe Josh Allen is absolutely my number three ranked quarterback, not my one or two. It's Mahomes and and, uh, and Jalen Hurts now above him. I think those are the kind of decisions everybody's needing to make right now. No one should be making some crazy, oh, Diggs is not a you know, top 15 overall player type of decision, but it yeah. certainly will cascade down in ways that I think you can calculate and say, maybe that guides me here. I'm going Jalen Hurts for sure now. Maybe that guides me here. I kind of think Kincaid's going to be useful later because this diva right here is just creating problems and who knows what happens with his situation. Maybe he holds Uh -uh. out longer, gets hurt because of it, and Kincaid's a big person that we're leaning on. So uh, those are the things that are running through my mind. Make Make no mistake about it. I'm not sitting here at all saying to myself that this is a situation where I'm out on Diggs entirely. He's a total bust. Not going there. But I think there's stuff to consider, yeah. at least, and calculate.
2: No, I think it's more on the verge of going south than going good. I, I, once it's put out there, it, like I said, it's going to stick in the back of people's minds. Whether they, air quotes, get past it, resolve it or not, I just, I don't know. I, I think that it could, you know, like you said, do the the entire team may not jive as well. And I think that right now, we're in the position they're at. I think they really need to have everyone on the exact same page. You know, if they want this win, they want this Super Bowl, then, you know, they better all be on the same page.
0: Yeah, and, and I and I think, um, I still think they're very capable of winning a Super Bowl in the next five, six years. Oh. I talk about that in my video oh. tonight. Like, I, I firmly believe Buffalo. And, and honestly, I didn't include much of this dig situation, just a little bit of it. But even as this is unraveled a little more and more, as I already recorded the video and, and was editing it, uh, Diggs is, um, this situation is making it to where it's it just it's very much the case where Buffalo's going to be in it one year. Get, hawk him! What's he doing? Hawk at him! Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo's in a situation where one year they're going to collapse. He got cut off there. One year, they're going to collapse. The next year, they're going to dominate. The next two years, they collapse. That's just Buffalo. Kansas City is going to be steady Eddie. Um, the Eagles will be steady Eddie. The Bengals, you know, the Bengals are kind of like skeleton crew. If they get injuries, they may not be there, but not because they're flopping or Joe Burrow's flopping, but it's like the 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 depth in, in KC – and Philly, fear, f- overall talent level feels much like beefier. Where I feel like Cincinnati, if everything goes perfect, they could win it all. You know, so you got like these four different players, and the Buffalo Bills can collapse, do well, collapse. S- Cincinnati stays healthy; they dominate and be right. They'll be right up there. Casey and e- the Eagles, consistent every single year; they're always in it. Those are the those are the four big dogs you know that i that i feel we're going to see over and over and over um and i think chicago's in the mix now detroit's making a name for themselves the jets are going to be one of those teams but i i just think this makes buffalo volatile and who knows what diggs is doing one year from now this year he's not going anywhere he's not going anywhere his dead cap is crazy high at 45 uh, million dollars but in 2024 it's still yeah it's still crazy 31 million as you can see in his contract on contracts they put this potential out which is the reasonable place where a team can get out the out for the buffalo bills is 2025 that means two more years in buffalo his dead cap in 2025 is still 22.2 million which is way more acceptable than 45 and 31 but that's a level where the bills are kind of in a position where, okay, if things were bad, they could cut bait and and cut them before June one and get that that hit in in that one single year, or they could spread it out of course across two years if they make them a June one cap uh, cut or release. So just not not likelihood at this forty five million dollar dead cap that he's going anywhere. If anybody expects him to be traded, he's not going to Kansas City. I hate to tell you, Diggs is staying in Buffalo. Um, let's go on over to Rock Out. Rock Out. What else you got?
3: Yeah, what's your strategy when you're like the dead zone, like the 15th to like the 18th round? When you don't even like anybody, you're that's even available.
0: Tank Dell. Tank Dell, baby. And he's usually always there. Tank Dell to the moon. He's he's there around 15 almost every single time. Especially if you, I mean, even in best ball, he's going higher than he will in your normal grandma redraft league. Tank Dell is sitting there in round 15 in grandma's league. In best ball, maybe he starts being kicked around at 14, but I think he's there at 15 almost every time. Other players, I like Charlie Jones in the 18th round for the Bengals. I really think he's a great addition. Um, that was Scott Hanson's favorite guy too, uh, but I, I I I love Charlie Jones. Charlie Jones was he was number one in the nation in receptions with 110 receptions. Uh, Tank Dell had 109, and Charlie Jones was still a, a, a top almost every single category. Tank Dell was number one in yardage, number one in touchdowns, and number two in receptions mm-hmm. in the nation. He almost had the triple crown, but Charlie Jones was the only guy competing with him for the triple crown, you know? So Charlie Jones is, <laughs> yeah. is really overlooked. Uh, I I like Luke Musgrave at tight end in the 15, 16, 17 round territory. I love Sam Howell in that area as well. I love, um, yeah. I, I love McBride rookie running back for the Minnesota Vikings around there and Deuce Vaughn. Those are a handful of names that you can get almost every time in the 15, 16, 17 territory. Salty. I know salty had to jump salty. Appreciate you Salty.
2: Yeah, I think I got down the 16th round in a draft. Yeah. Salty, what's up? No, I just had to disconnect. I got out of my car.
3: <laughs>
2: oh. I was all just calling back in so I can be back. I'm home now. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, uh, what What's up? What can I do for you, Salty? What Not else enough. you got?
2: Ah. Oh, nothing. Just uh, liking what you're saying about Deuce Vaughn, Charlie Jones, Tank Dell. I got all of them plus Bijan and plus Jalen Hyatt in my rookie draft.
0: hmm You guys want sleepers? Deuce Vaughn. I'm gonna do a sleeper video, and you're gonna you're gonna hear all those guys on that list and more. A couple more, but those are the deep teen round, like in the teens. That's where you're gonna smash those uh, those ADPs. Hey, Smitty. Yeah.
3: Yeah, did a draft with uh, those players. Can I give you that, that, um, that lineup? The what? Can I give you the lineup of like uh, the team I have like those players?
0: Uh, yeah, hit me with the, the lineup only, not the whole team. Just so we keep it quick.
3: All right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Gibb, Swift, Pacheco, Camara, Javante. Um... Wilson, Alave, Christian Watson, and then Kincaid. That's nice. And then and, uh Deuce Vaughn as the oh, last running back.
0: That's nice, man. I like it. I like it a lot. That's Great guy. team right there. Very, very good. Appreciate it. Too many mouths to feed in Cincy. Well, Spacula. The, <laughs> that's why we're talking. You know, 18th round, 17th round. It's not something that if he was the starter for a Cincy right now, he would be a, you know, ninth round pick, eighth round pick, you know what I mean? So I hear what you're saying, but we're talking about where are your shots in the dark? Michael Wilson in Arizona um, with Hollywood Brown, the only real, I mean, Rondell Moore is a good receiver, but I think Michael Wilson has the the potential to be, you know, an elite player if he could stay healthy and he gets a quarterback. But, Dig's not happy. Barkley holding. Pets' heads are falling off. That's true, Cakey. That's true. That's really true. But guess what we do have? Guess what we do have? Where? Where is it at? Hold on. Where's
2: my... Uh... The law dog.
0: No, I was looking for the, the bird. Where's where's my, my bird pal?
3: I know... Uh... That's
0: all yesterday. Man, I, I don't know where it is. Oh, here it is. This is the
3: fantasy football show
0: with your host, This is this is arguably my my most loyal subscriber.
3: All right.
0: His name's Sway and he watches every single one of my shows. way that's a good man right there absolute just loyal to the bone this bird
3: true supporter
0: yeah this guy this guy rumor has it he super chatted before too sam how i gotta head out of here i got the uh
2: i got the the lady calling me right now all
0: right salty see you later pal
2: probably Uh, sweet as well yeah
0: all right rock out anything else man
3: um, I'm
0: good. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, nice teams. Keep keep uh, keep getting those uh, over unders as well. If you if you're doing those, um, this one is yeah. is one of my absolute favorites. The higher on 20, 26.5 passing touchdowns on Trevor Lawrence at Underdog Fantasy Promo Code Smitty. Link is in the description of every video, and I'm going to drop the link right now, and we can pin that bad boy. But yes, you can too. You can too as well. Do the higher on Trevor Lawrence twenty six point five passing touchdowns? It's just such a cakewalk. And then uh, this one right here, Jalen Hurts twenty two point five passing touchdowns. I love that one. Of course, there's a few more like walk in the park uh, type calls here. This one, let's see here, where where is it at? Is it this one? Is it this one? Receiving yards um, eight fifty for Christian Watson, which is just unbelievable. This one right here already highlighted the Trevor Lawrence. Anthony Richardson, I don't know if I'd go near that one. That's why I didn't highlight it. Let me see if there's any others that I can put up real quickly. I mean, I, I've dragged Chris so many McCaffrey. on screen. Yeah, McCaffrey 6.5 touchdowns is pretty crazy. That's a, That's an easy one. Even, even if you, you worry about him getting hurt, hurt, like 6.5 rushing touchdowns for McCaffrey, London, 850 receiving yards, Dotson, 800, 800 or 850 receiving yards. Um, Garrett Wilson, like 1135 or 1125 receiving yards. I still think he'll crush that. Bijan, 8, 850. Was it Bijan? No, Bijan's 1035 rushing, I think. Um... Brees Hall, eight hundred and I think fifty rushing yards. I mean, for Hall though, the touchdowns are good too. I mean, both of them for for Brees Hall. How could you let me let me find let me find that Brees Hall? How could you not love both of these overs? Uh, Burrow, thirty three point five passing touchdowns. That feels like a smash. Um, I hate to say under on Tua, but thirty eight hundred yards for Tua. I, I don't know that I I don't know if I I would want to bet on that to be honest I'd feel like dirty man. about that you know just I'm rooting for him to not get hurt I don't want to have something on the line but like he's yeah. not he's not gonna play he's not gonna drop 3,800 yards but yeah I can't I can't bet on that that's that feels wrong um,
3: yeah don't take that <laughs>
0: yeah karma on that one I, I'm rooting for him man I hope I'm wrong I hope I'm dead wrong about Tua Tagovailoa uh, Bijan 8.5 Rushing touchdowns and 1075 rushing yards is incredible. Um, McCaffrey 850 rushing yards. I feel like he'll beat that as well. Khalil Herbert 600 rushing yards. I feel like he'll beat that that pretty pretty easily. Um, I'm surprised they've got some of these numbers so high for some players. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Grizzly sent me another video uh, Grimes about his, his bird. Oh, nice. Let's go check it out. Let's go check it out. Ah, you, you did it. You did it. You did it vertical again. I need a horizontal, my guy. But that's okay. Uh, you can't complain, you know, when you're getting getting magic like this. But I've, I've, in a, in the media world, I find it so hard to convince people to send me vertical or horizontal video. They just, no one, mm-hmm. can, no one can think like that in the moment. They just, everything is, cause I can't play on YouTube. I, that's great for Instagram, but on YouTube, it's going to have the bars. We can't see it as good. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. I, I'm happy enough to get it. Let's, let's see what he did. Let, let, let me, me drag, let me drag it in here. Hold on. Hold on, I gotta wait for it to to come rolling through. I sent it to myself. It's gonna take a minute. Uh, Slime, appreciate you, my man. Disagree on the Hertz line. Of course you would, Jake. Of course you would. <laughs> Disagree on the Hertz line. 22.5. All right, Jake, enjoy the show. Uh, Isaac dropping a $5 holler what if this is an Allen Iverson practice moment and folks misread? could be dealing with a personal loss injury sickness no it's not it, bro it's it's much more it's bigger than that uh, 5 uh, 585 caller you're live on the fantasy football show hey Smitty uh, JC I am here JC, I am my man. What's up, pal? Good
6: hey, to, um, I thought I'd call in and see if you still wanted to talk about the digs topic. I'm actually in Buffalo, so I have to hear about everything Buffalo Bills 24-7. And uh, didn't hear you guys talk about the Josh Allen controversy at the end of last year about uh, him and Brittany splitting up, so on and so forth, and how that's really affected the franchise and affected uh, not only the playoffs, but going into this year as well. Um, I was wondering if you wanted to talk about that quickly.
0: Yeah, I mean... I, I don't know I mean Everybody has things Going on in their life I'm not sure I'm too worried About Josh Allen Did, did they end up Getting back together Or is that all uh, is he No still-
6: So I actually had Friends on the force Who showed up To the call um, To the house oh, um, gotcha. So it was the night Before the Bengals game And uh, Brittany went nuclear when she found out that uh, Josh had actually, and the part about being pregnant is still unsure. It's not been confirmed at all. But when he um, cheated on her with a bartender in the Buffalo area, um, she went completely crazy. The uh, police had to come to the property. They actually escorted Josh off of the property and around 5 a.m. shipped him off to a hotel and he was not allowed to come back home. And then he immediately had to go to Orchard Park and play the Bengals game.
3: So she um, she's which you uh, could
0: just okay yeah what what's which is which is crazy he's been with his his uh, wife since they were like in high school like they have been together forever so there's a deep 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 relationship there i mean oh yeah tough tough to say like that's that's it's crazy that that wasn't in the public eye that much actually you know come to think of it but i mean I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm going to allow something like that to affect me. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going through some stuff. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going through stuff with his brother. I don't know how much I'm going to let that influence, you know, his ability to play football and go out there on the field. But it certainly, you know, just adds a little bit more, you know, concern, I guess. But D- Diggs, you know, Diggs is definitely somebody said, how are, I forget who said it, how are we not? What if we're overblowing this and it, it's some kind of family loss? No, he's it's Josh Allen was very, very clear, <laughs> and so was the coach, that they're very concerned he's not there. And Josh Allen said, I we need him back. This is, you know, something that's got to get worked out. It's not contract related, it's not football related. It's a beef between the organization and Diggs, it's very, very clear. You know, could Diggs be going through something additional and he tells the team, Hey, I'm going through a loss right now, and they go, Oh, we didn't know. Sure, that I mean that could that could be possible, we don't know. But this is very, very much a beef between Diggs, his diva self, and the organization. That's for sure. Hey, J C I M, hold on one second, I got I gotta play this video real quick. Hey Sway, it's a fantasy
5: football show.
4: Come on, son. Excited and go. Want
0: a little t- snack? Come on, top. let's watch Uncle Smitty. I love it. Uncle Smitty. Right <laughs> <laughs> Sway. Sway's checking out the show. Oh, man. I, I, look. Slime. Slime. I, I, I'm sorry I'm getting greedy myself and being like, if that was only a, a horizontal video, it would be. It's still beautiful. It's still a beautiful thing but the, the bars kill it the bars kill it but it's still very very great i love it i appreciate it sway uh, yeah. sway and his father my my biggest fan uh okay uh jcim what what else did you what did you want to add what's going through your mind like are you concerned about like, josh allen because of the off the field situation or are you kind of like ah, i don't know
6: I think he's going to come back better than ever. I mean, the guy's got a new haircut. He's got True. kicked out. she's keeping the house and the dog. He's got a fresh start in Buffalo. And uh, he's got a new girlfriend there, the guy, uh, girl from Batman movie. I think he's going to come back with a vengeance, and he is 110% bought into football right now, where he didn't have that. He was living a double life for half the season last year with everything that was happening in his personal life. I think he's going to be dialed in, locked in, ready to swing the ball. I think he, we're going to see a different Josh Allen going into the season for Diggs, i think he's got a problem with dorsey i mean obviously it's a step down from Dable. he's incredible um, even just what he's doing with the giants right now but i think if they can get their offense right they can give Diggs the production he's really looking for they can get that uh connection between him and josh back i think they're going to be an unstoppable duo and they're going to really uh shoot for the moon this year more than anything. sounds
0: like a no offense sounds like a, a buffalo bill homer
6: <laughs> on, it's got to be. Come on, man! It's local. <laughs> you always got to. You always got to believe in
0: them. I mean, bro, the way you told that story, I was all in. I'm like, this is gonna be a big year. I'm excited. I mean, y- your passion's there. I. I- I think uh, you know, I think that Diggs Diggs is creating some problems, and that's for sure. I don't know about Josh Allens off the field situation. I think what people need to understand is we don't even know the nature of that relationship. They could have been very unhappy together, and now Josh Allen's actually happy with his personal life or something. Sometimes when you're with someone from the beginning of high school, you're', you're the odds of you making it through your growing experiences, your adult life becoming a different person you both become a different person and if you've been together since high school the odds of you staying together even if you aren't famous people in the spotlight are very very against you and and bravo to anybody that's pulled it off i'm not trying to be a pessimistic person but but like we don't know we don't know if josh allen's actually happier now maybe he was miserable and, and there's no love left or whatever so like we are who are we to judge whether he's in a bad state or not so i i, I agree that it, that part may not affect him but Diggs, however is a problem right now and and hopefully he doesn't create this uncomfortable you know situation during the season when you're trying to win games and 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 win the division and Josh Allen is just such a a good quarterback he needs digs though you know he needs digs I don't think you guys have a shot at winning a Super Bowl without Diggs, but I believe you do with him. I do believe the Bills will win a Super Bowl in the, one of the n- next 5-6 years. I really really do. You guys have you guys have Josh Allen's that good. If Diggs stays on the roster, but if Diggs is gone, you got to replace him. If you don't replace him, you don't you can't you can't do what Mahomes is doing in my opinion where and plus Mahomes is Kelsey, so it's not like he doesn't have an elite wide receiver. You know, if you take digs off of the Buffalo Bill roster, Kincaid's not anywhere near, we can't even talk about Kincaid being a top one to five tight end yet from that context. Like he's got a Kelsey, maybe he becomes a Kelsey for sure. But until you have that player on the roster, you just can't, you can't expect Josh Allen to do what Josh Allen can do with digs on the roster Diggs needs to get this worked out but the good thing for you is the dead cap hit is so bad for Diggs. he's not going anywhere for two years 2025 wouldn't be shocked if he parted ways with Diggs. but he's not going anywhere for at least this year probably next year due to the dead cap hit
6: and if he's going to have his little tantrum, which he obviously is, this is the time to do it. True, It's not personally hurting anyone. True. He's making a statement. He's getting back into headlines. He's got the microphone in his hand. Mm-hmm. He's going to have the conversation he wants to have. Hopefully they can just work through it like adults, like professionals. And if he shows up to camp tomorrow, we don't hear about this 10 days from now, that- which is what I'm banking on more than anything. I 100% agree. Without him. We're we in rebuild mode essentially. Yeah, uh, we don't have anybody if we don't have both of them together.
0: And I agree with that take. That's actually a, a good take that people can can you know look at and say, okay, this is probably the best time to have this situation go on. And and as long as he gets in there quick, he, obviously he's showing up to the facility tomorrow to avoid fines and such. Like he's coming to the property and the facility. His agent's making it abundantly clear. Hey, we're coming in, and. So he might not come into play because he's still got to iron out this beef. But I mean, he needs to show up to mandatory minicamp. That's why it's called mandatory and fines are handed out, handed down and issued. And I don't know if he, we haven't heard whether he's being issued a fine, but he should to the letter of the law be fined for not showing up, but we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Um, yeah, Josh Allen, that's that's crazy about his, his, uh, his longtime, you know, girl that he'd been with since, since high school. And it's weird. When you look at Josh Allen's Instagram, it's like not that long ago he was like this 18-year-old kid that looked like he was, you know, barely able to drive. Like, it's so funny. If you look at his Instagram and you just start scrolling through, like as soon as you get to college, you're like, whoa, dude looks like he's barely able to drive. And, and that's not that long ago, right? And then you keep scrolling. Also, you see this kid growing up. It's like it makes you feel really old when you realize how long ago Josh Allen was tiny. <laughs> you know, he's a little kid not too long ago. Um, but, yeah, you see you see photos of him and his girl all through high school. And uh, it's a shame. It's, it's sad. Yeah,
6: man. And she's keeping the house. She's keeping the dog. He's not allowed to go over there. She's all around Buffalo, going out, doing her different things. She's made public appearances all the time. Um, it's going to show his mental toughness this year if he's going to let that affect him. I mean, he can do, I mean, for talking about other people that it's affected, obviously Aaron Rodgers, as you brought up, Tom Brady, it, it got to be too much. Obviously, age played a role, so everything else going into that situation. He had to choose his family at a certain point, because I think there's a certain percentage of the elite, that 1% who can work 80, 90, 100 hours a week and keep grinding
0: and keep pushing i do that
6: at a certain point you have to sacrifice i was gonna say yeah, you're usually yeah. in that one percent hey but somehow you have a hey, uh,
0: balance <laughs> um if slime like if i had a bird like slime has i wouldn't be letting anybody take him you could take the house you could take the the dog you could take but you can't take you can't take sway hey sway it's a fantasy football show come on son And go. Sure. all right hey jc i am i got you in the phone system so when you call i'll see you dial in anytime appreciate you dial it in uh thanks for all you do pal absolutely thanks man. all right go bills all right rock out i'll see you later buddy
3: all right, all right. see you
0: later guys we got a live premiere in uh, about an hour. I might jump a little early today just to get back for that premiere. We've been live for an hour and 20 minutes already anyway. I don't know that I'm leaving this second, but we might go a little early today. We got 184 of you, you in here. Only 184 or 104 thumbs up. Punch that. Try and get that 184 to match. If anybody has a phone call, any anybody has another question, a concern, a topic uh, related to Diggs, Barkley, Hopkins uh, would be preferred. Or not dial in. The show is here. And while I wait for a caller, let's play that one more time. This is my biggest fan right here.
5: Hey, Sway. It's a fantasy football show. Come on,
4: son.
0: Look at this guy. Want a little snack? Come on,
4: let's watch Uncle Smitty.
0: Sway doesn't miss a show. Understand the words coming out of my mouth. The words out of my- Sway knows. No words coming out of my mouth. Unbelievable, best bird in the on the planet. I tell you, I went to Miss Smitty yesterday and I said, I I kind of thinking about a bird, and she's like, "You're not getting a bird. We're not getting a bird. They're loud. They're messy. They crap all over." You think a dog's a mess? She's been wanting another dog, and I've said, "I don't know about another dog right now. We got this cat that screams all night long. I don't think we need a dog." And here I am saying, I mean, I've seen this guy sway. And he looks pretty cool. He's a rad bird. And I could see a bird sitting on my shoulder while we go live. I could see it. Just a dude sitting there chilling. That guy looks so chill. I love Sway. Sway to the moon. To the moon. Sway to the moon. I don't know. If I, you know what would be weird? Hey, Slime. You got to go horizontal with the, the video, please. Not not the one Sway's watching. He watches it correctly. Sway watches it horizontal. Okay? Okay. But the vertical stuff with the bars on the side, that kills it. But can we get a video of Sway watching himself on the show? Because if Sway watches himself on the show, he's going to lose his mind. You know? It's like all of a sudden I'm talking and all of a sudden I show Sway. And I'm talking about Sway. Or I could tell Sway, come here, Sway. Come here, Sway. Sway, come here. That would be cool. Man, this bird is awesome. Uh, dial into the show. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Final calls. Um, oh, sorry, the phone line wasn't up. Final calls, and then I'm out of here. If anybody wants to dial in real quickly, I'm going to keep it quick. I'm going to rotate you through. We're not doing an, a, a panel of phone calls or anything like that. If you got a question, come in, ask, and I'll d- drop you off. Come in, ask, and I'll drop you off. Uh, it's all good, Jared. What did Jared say? Isaac said Josh Allen wins every game except the important ones. Yeah, but he's still got a lot of time. He's still got a lot of time. Get the bird. I'm trying to get the bird. Sway. Look, I need a sway in my life. I think Sway sitting on my shoulder in here in the studio. That would be really, really amazing. To have a, a, a little dude. Little dude just sitting in here. I thought about getting look, Miss Smitty wants a, a another dog. And and I don't we don't want another big dog i don't want a dog that sheds she's narrowed it down for me there's several dogs that have you know i think the potential to make the list there's the little pomeranian dude that could sit like right here at the top he'd be like you know like that big i've thought about that i don't know we'll kick it around uh terry roberts moon man what's up terry
1: Hey, what's up, Smitty? Hey, what? I got my uh, card today and the little note you wrote. Thanks, you, pal.
0: a boy it. got his Moon Mars Man card today. All right, Terry. Appreciate that.
1: Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be taking pictures. It'll be on my
0: IG. Add boy, tag me and I'll tag you back.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, why well, uh, this, uh, this digs drama, man. He just got to get over this. Uh, otherwise, uh, like, they're like you said, they're not going to just trade
0: him, you know. He ain't going anywhere. So, he ain't going no. anywhere. Um, yeah, let's see. So. Fra- Frank the Tank says so. FF doesn't respect real football. I have, um, I have fat dudes in my league who talk smack, um, but don't take any any talk about pl- don't talk any players. About- what? of hand, I don't know what he's saying. Frank the Tanks, I don't know what he's saying.
1: Yeah, I, I just blocked one of his comments.
0: Birds are loud at night. Caution if you're if you enjoy sleeping in. Okay. That that might do me in. Is sway loud? Slime is sway, is sway loud. He just
1: He just was cussing.
0: Oh, you talking Frank. About Frank Frank the Tank. Frank, be good. Yeah. Don't make ter- Terry Roberts is a moderator. Don't make him get crazy, okay? Don't get him make make get crazy all right hey uh about out of here do you have a final uh thought or any question you want to throw at me terry before you before i jump here
1: uh, soon no i'm just a little worried about digs even though he's not going to be going anywhere i mean what does this do for his fantasy value because uh you know like he is already known not to be happy so usually when players aren't happy their fantasy uh, value tends to I go down hill a little
0: bit. Yeah, I hear you, man. Yep, I yeah. hear you. Justin Herbert finishes top four fantasy QBY says Grant. Grant dropping a two dollar holler. Thank you, Grant, for dropping that. Appreciate that. Um, and then we had that other super chat from uh who was it? Other super chat from Isaac. Thank you, Isaac, for dropping that. And then Maddie uh Maddie fr- Maddie from uh from LA. Maddie from LA. What's up, Maddie?
4: Yo, Schmitty, I know you're, you're getting out of here pretty quick. I just had a quick Thank question you. regarding a couple of ruck, uh, rookie running backs. Um, oh, and by the way, Stephon Diggs is just making noise. Dude, to a diva, personally. It's all going to get sorted out. I don't see him going anywhere, like you said. And They're just, like you said, it's like a Devontae Adams situation when he left Green Bay, if you want yeah, my yeah, but, opinion, but
0: but we and we know that. We all pretty much know that yeah. he's not going anywhere, but he's still, I don't know that it's getting sorted out. He's still a very difficult person. You know, he's, he's yeah. So like, I don't, I don't know if I'd say it fully gets sorted out. Is he gonna play football? Absolutely, but like, is he a problem? Is he gonna, is he gonna be like, is he kind of like where the, the uh, cure is worse than the sickness? You know what I mean? Like, is he, is he somebody that like you can't get over the top with, and you're gonna end up just continuing to lose because he's a diva, or is this something where it's like, you know, Antonio Brown was a complicated guy, but he still could oh, yeah. deliver and. But look what happened to him. You know, look how, how he yeah. went off the rails. I don't know. This feels like the yeah. most capable person of going the the, the Antonio Brown route, though, because he's kind of an animated guy that his whole locker room thinks he's kind of a, a crazy, you know. Nobody wants this guy dating their sister. That tells you something. That tells yeah, you something. Yeah, no, I
4: hear you. Big. Yeah, I mean, the, the question is, is Jig the cancer or is he not, you know? Like, yeah. And... You know, I mean, he's been with the team now for a few seasons. So, I, you know, I, I'm i hoping it gets sorted out. I mean, not to say I'm a Bills fan or anything, but uh, fantasy-wise, I think, you know, I mean, I just, I think it would create more problems. And I think once practice is going on, the reps are going in, I mean, I'm sure the rapport with him and Josh Allen is hopefully decent or good. I mean, but, I mean, I guess only time will tell, right? We'll see, bro. What else you got? Yeah. So, what if, so quick question. So I got two running backs that, uh, you know, they're, they're getting up there. Um, obviously, Derrick Henry and um, Alvin Kamara. Now I'm thinking, um, what, do you, what do you think the future's bright for Taj Spears and Kendra Miller? Or would you have both these, those guys as like potential handcuffs in the future?
0: Uh, so as far as Henry goes and Tajay Spears, uh, the future can't really be r- bright for him. He doesn't have an ACL in one of his knees. So okay. I'm I'm not okay. high on Spears at all. Could he be a one okay. year like surging, you know, four, five, six game type of guy who plays really well, gets people excited, and then we start talking about his ACL again? Like I don't know how he doesn't have an ACL. Um, but basically, right. the way this the way this occurs is when your thigh strength is so strong you don't know that you're missing your ACL. So he must have very strong quad muscles because when you tear your acl your knee buckles you'll be walking like if you've ever torn your acl and you're waiting to have your surgery and you're you've got your recovery time you can actually walk on your your knee without an acl the reason a lot of people can't walk on their knee after an acl tear is they have other peripheral damage like normally an acl tear comes with meniscus tear an mcl tear an lcl tear uh you know those types of injuries so you can't really walk and you go into surgery on on crutches anyway but when you tear an ACL clean, like Brees Hall for example, you can literally walk on it and your knee will buckle without it. But if you have a very strong quad muscle and your knees kind of like almost wrapped in muscle, it almost acts as a, uh, here's the, the knee model. Um, the ACL keeps the knee tight. And so when you don't have it, the ACL and, and, and PCL on the back of the knee, you can see it, but they're in the middle of the knee in an actual knee. Just the model shows you it on the back. You can see them. The PCL and yeah. LCL, or the PCL and ACL, keep the knee from like falling off the shelf on either side. So here's the side angle of, of the knee. If you took the the ACL and PCL out of your knee, your knee would fall off this way and fall off this way. Thus, putting the right. LCL and the M and the MCL and the patellar and all those ligaments and the meniscus at, at at risk every time you're cutting or doing anything active at all, or even walking. So the ACL and, and, and PCL keep that knee tight so that none of that could happen. There's no slippage forward or backward. So without an ACL, for his knee not to slide, you know, for his knee not to slide at all in the, in the other direction is crazy to me. And it, it puts him at a high risk of injury, though, because if impact hits that knee, his, his, his other ligaments are, are vulnerable because the knee's actually not tight. It's the muscle holding it together. Right, um, so it's, it's, he's,
4: he's risk, big big risk, so.
0: Yeah, so I would say, Henry, there's there's no story there for me to, to enjoy from a long-term perspective. Okay. As far as Kamara, so talking about Kamara and uh, and Kendra, I like Kendra a lot. They seem to like Kendra a lot, and they seem to feel Kendra is very Alvin Kamara-like. And so I think there's a real shot that they use him. And I know Jamal Williams is there, and people are going to say he gets all the work because of what he did in Detroit. But what he did in Detroit was a very weird circumstance of a lot of touchdowns, a lot of goal line work that won't be necessarily there for that for him in, in New Orleans. Not to mention, Kendra could take those too. But I believe they right. believe that Kendra is very, very much at least in the driver's seat to become the heir apparent to Kamara. I don't think Kamara gets unseated unless he gets injured but they'll definitely use both of them, and if Kamara still has Kamara talent, he'll dominate the the workload to like a 60-40 share, I would imagine, but at some point, I kind of imagine Kendra getting work, and if Kamara gets a 4-6 to six game suspension, and Kendra thrives, then we got a but Kamara's got a problem on his hands when he returns. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, a lot of things could go could go on there. But Kendra by far over Spears. And I'm talking like by a country mile. Country mile.
4: Gotcha. Now, would you put Kendra in the same uh, like category as, say, like maybe Devin A-Chain or like a Roshan Johnson?
0: Absolutely. They're all in the same bucket. Okay. I think, like, a Deuce Vaughn's in a bucket below those guys, but could dance in that territory. Like, I think Deuce Vaughn, you take a lot later, but he could be somebody that ends up being, you know, very, very useful. But he doesn't have, like, the opening Roshan might have. Khalil Herbert, I think, is the guy. But there's an opportunity for roshan Um, chain H.A.'s got a good opportunity. Yeah, definitely.
4: Do you, do you see a cook going
0: to Miami? I mean, I know rumors that kind of speculate something like that, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I think by, by Miami, Mike McDaniels reaction when they asked him about it and he's like, uh, my birthday is 1983," which means that the calculation of the gigawatt divided by the flux capacitor, (laughs) you know, he's he's stealing (laughs) content from my show, uh, to answer his question. But he was, he was talking gibberish. It didn't make sense. It wasn't even funny. Even when he realized his joke wasn't funny, he kept going on about it. But he was clearly defensive about like giving any information about Dal- Dalvin Cook being a potential desire. I know he's also trying to say, look, I can't talk about it. I haven't talked about it. I'm not going to trip myself up right now. We're, I'm sure he's v- treaded very carefully. With a team that went through the Tua Tagovailoa situation, and how much scrutiny Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins and the NFL got for how they handled that and botched that Tua Tagovailoa double concussion game which put Tua in the spot he's in after that on top of the 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 losing of a draft pick that they suffered through in 2023 and Mike McDaniel suffered through that he took on the situation that had this horrible you don't get a 2023 first rounder what are you going to do? How are you going to build a team around that? He did a great job. But after suffering through that and the Tua scrutiny, he probably hasn't sniffed Dalvin Cook. He probably hasn't done any of the back channel, uh, you know, workarounds that a lot of people do do because he's been petrified to, to have something, you know, uh, go down in a bad way. So my guess is they really haven't had a single conversation with them or even gone near it. They're just probably staying completely away. Does he want Dalvin Cook? Maybe, maybe A-Chain was, you know, fed that need and they don't want Cook anymore. But I would think he would say, no, we don't have any interest in that. And you guys know we can't go near that anyway because of the tampering. But instead he did this elaborate like birthday thing. And so I don't know. I don't know how to read it. It feels like there's something there. It feels like, you know, regardless of A-Chain, he would want Cook. Cook would be an amazing piece and fit for his system. But who the hell knows, man? And who knows if the Vikings even do anything about this thing? I
1: don't even know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the running back situation, they're so they're so out of place right now. Uh, I mean, none of us know. I'm, I'm really scared with the Vikings' offense, running back wise. Madison right should now. be
0: good though, Terry. I mean, Madison's a really. Oh good. yeah. He's a really Madison's good RB. Madison's going
1: to explode, but, yeah, with, with Cook on, he's going to take over. But, yeah, I'm like, no. But where do you see Madison? In the third round or fourth no, round? I no, mean, no. Like, what's a good start?
0: No, Madison's ADP is, is good God, it's it's nowhere near the third round. Don't even sniff that. I would say, like, looking at looking at a draft right now, um, looking at a draft board, Alexander Madison, in this particular draft, I'm going to go into a couple of random drafts and tell you where Madison went. Madison went in round number, where'd he go? He went round number six. He went at uh, oh, six wow. six 6.3 in this draft. Uh, let me go into another random draft right here and see where Madison went. In this random draft, I'm going to go right to, to round six and look for him because that seems to be where he kind of floats around at. Uh, Madison fell to round seven, the middle of round seven. So you better oh, not, so Terry, I'll send, I'll send you, I don't care if you're a moon man or not, I'll send you on the biggest lap of your life if you take uh, Madison any higher than <laughs> round six. I, I'll tell you right now.
1: Yeah. He's, uh. look well, yeah, I mean, you know, before September, you know, I could see him, go, you know, like, but he's going super late still. So that's yeah, that's
0: home run, you know, but once Cook gets cut, he'll climb. You know, but don't take him any higher than the middle of round five. That's where you know he maxes out in terms of risk reward. I like Cook a lot, but you can steal him away six to seven is nothing. That's chump change. Yeah. You know, that's that's, yeah. that's that's cushion change in the couch. Like, that's great. That's yeah. great value. You cuff him to McBride. I mean, lot, Ty Chandler's and, there, but what?
1: And a lot of people, a lot of people forget Madison runs like Cook did.
0: Yeah, you couldn't tell him <laughs> apart. You couldn't tell him apart.
1: Uh-uh. All right.
0: Um, yeah. I, I appreciate both of you. I'm going to jump off the line. Don't forget. There's a premiere in T minus 55 minutes. Okay. So be back here for the live premiere. All right, guys. There's Smitty. Thank Later. you. All right. Smitty. Later. Thank you guys. I got a premiere in T minus 55 minutes. I expect all 160 of you back here. Hit that like button on your way out the door. Thank you for the super chats. Isaac, appreciate you with your super chat earlier. Um, Appreciate you, Isaac. Isaac's still here. Grant, thank you for your super chat. Super chats are always appreciated. Never expected. Um, They help keep the lights on. So do the YouTube exclusive memberships. I'll see you all. Tonight we draft. I'm live Monday through Friday. Every single Monday through Friday, I'm live at 7 p.m. I'm live whenever news breaks. I'm live... Thursday, Friday, Saturday at midnight. I'm live Tuesday at midnight. We do Panic Chamber, and then we'll probably do some sort of draft at the end of Panic Chamber daily uploads, which includes the video you're about to see in T-54 minutes on the channel. So be back here, all 160 of you, be back here for the live premiere in 54 minutes. Top six quarterbacks. See you all later. Appreciate
2: you. The Four Horsemen. Drafting Chase in round one, Hall in two, Burrow in three, London in four, Try Gibbs in three, Burrow in four, Wilson in two, no problem. Combinations of these monsters will give your league mates nightmares, especially John one, Alavi two, Burrow three, and Gibbs four. Don't lie, you just made an oopsie in your pants, didn't you? Ride for horses at the same
1: time, the four horsemen. Skywalker
2: <music> Kenneth lightsaber swinging Skywalker
0: got him appreciate you all thank you uh, uh, Isaac says get J.K. Dobbins I don't disagree I like J.K. Thomas appreciate you uh, Fitzgerald uh, Fitz. Or Garling, appreciate you. Blackbeard in the house. Appreciate you, Blackbeard. Um, yeah, there's some JT news as well, but we we may talk about him potentially in the panic chamber tonight. See you all later.
3: Get Charbonnade. Pop open a nice bottle of
1: Charbonnet.
5: Hey Sway, it's a fantasy football show. Come
4: on, son. Excited And go. Smitty's a little t- snack. Come top top on, let's top top top. watch Uncle I'm Smitty. Every draft now, and I'm going to reach in round two. Look at my eyes. Understand the words coming out of my mouth
0: right now. Gibbs will climb. You'll have your time to draft him early. I promise you that. It Is that Uncle Smitty? If he climbs into the top twenty five, yet yeah, you heard me. A second round pick. It would not shock me if on August 20, he's getting drafted at 18 overall in the second round. Oh, Smitty, that's your stupid. We've heard that before. People are getting burrowed left and right and people are going to
3: remember it. Get burrowed.